the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is your real estate chalk talk, and we're broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. H I T T N E R Group, all one word. Hittnergroup.com, 612-627-8000. 612-627-8000. The good news is I'm getting a phone call from Public Square out of New York. Good. Trying to sell me something. Some insurance. Yep. Maybe. But right. I'm being intentional. As I said earlier, I'm yeah. not taking the call. No. Nope. <laughs> you no, you'll wait till December to get some insurance. Exactly. <laughs> okay. 612-627-8000. That's the number to call. Calvin, what yes, is sir. going We're wrapping up the year. Yep. Uh, rates. Uh, Plummeted over the last week. Came uh, back down a little bit. That's yeah. good news. That is good news. So we will uh, we'll touch on that. I had a question for you guys before we got started. So right. talk a little bit about if you think you'll work with more buyers or sellers in 19. We talked a little bit at coffee this morning. Share a little bit about your thoughts on what your mix of business will look like in 19. Curious because our business has always been historically about 60% buyers, 40% listings. And over the last couple of years, a number of years actually, we have trended more towards 50-50 where we're half. And this year it was was almost half listings and half a very balanced uh, business. I think that in 19, we're probably going to trend back uh, to a little uh, – more on the on the buy side, uh, maybe another percent or two, uh, just because of the makeup of our team and and the nature of the business. And I think nineteen. I was looking at at uh, in August, the market got soft in August mm-hmm. and early September. I was singing Tabor's Creepers, not feeling too good about eighteen. Right. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, we wound up had a great year, and uh, and it, it seemed to have a we've had a really good fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm feeling very positive about nineteen. I just think nineteen is going to be a really good year if you work. Yeah. I think that there are going to be a number of agents, and uh, I think there's going to be a challenge for a number of teams uh, that that uh, have a little different philosophy than we do. Uh, they're going to have a lot of fall off of mm-hmm. their membership and and their volume uh, because it's you have to be working, yeah, and for sure doing the doing the job or it's just not going to. We change. talked at our planning meeting just about that. Just accept the grind. You know, yeah. at nineteen, we're just going to grind it out. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot. There's a tremendous amount of business out there. We just have to go get it. Yeah, there's a reason they call it work. Yeah, right. It is so. Talk a little bit, Junior. I'm curious what your thought is. Yeah, we talked this morning a little bit at coffee, and uh, I had brought it up just to let you know that I think that my business personally mm-hmm. will be a little bit more heavily weighted towards buyers than it's been over the last couple of years. Um, the environment for listing listings and folks thinking that they want to make that move up or move to another location because they want to, mm-hmm. with interest rates being super low yep. and, uh, and with uh, the values being where they were, I think that there was more of that going on. Mm-hmm. And now as we move forward, 
it's going to be the have to purchase type people. Right. And not a lot of those people um, own properties already, so they're going to be moving into buying their first property or moving into the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can see that transition happening. Um, I just feel it. I'm kind of a feel guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you ask you how many transactions I do. Yeah. I look back to what's comfortable for me in terms of how many transactions right. that I can personally manage and then mm-hmm. also manage the team right. and the lead flow and, and having everybody else have success that's around me too. Yep. And, you know, so that number is a, at a certain point and uh, I You get maxed out. Last year I was super comfortable. Uh, the year before I think was a little bit busier. Um, and that changes too. When you're working buyer transactions, mm-hmm. there's a lot more driving around <laughs> that goes on right. um, as opposed to digging your hands into selling something. It's the the helping somebody find yeah. the property. Uh, it's not more work or less work. It's just different work. Mm-hmm. And it takes a little bit more physical presence around the metro area mm-hmm. than it does to sell a property. Excuse me. When you're selling property, um, the marketing angle to get a property sold takes less running around. Right. With mm-hmm. the ability to- Car time. It's less car time. With the ability to- um, uh, do online documentation and e-signatures and earnest money transfers as opposed to physical checks and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, on that note, I did deliver a physical earnest money check this past week. Really? So I was kicking it old school. Uh, brought nice with, Drove to Bloomington, uh, dropped off an earnest money check. Um, there was a new builder, the property hmm. that was building the property. They didn't have the access to transferring earnest monies. But a lot of people don't understand that uh, you don't have to use physical checks anymore. So folks that have bought in homes in the past, it's quite rare that we're using a physical right. check for earnest money now. And right. that is, is spun around in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Because trust funds was not available to any of us. Right. Trust funds is a, a, a facilitation mm-hmm. of electronically transferring money that we use in the real estate business for earnest money or consideration mm-hmm. in the contract. And, you know, just a couple of years ago, we still had hard checks that we would mail or we would physically deliver. And, you know, mailing checks takes a lot of time. We have to do that transfer within transfer physically of a check or transferring electronically within a certain amount of days after a contract. So it's cut down the time. It's cut down the car Mm -hmm. time. And uh, it's allowed people to stay within contract limitations, all that stuff. So there's all kinds of things like that in our real estate business Mm -hmm. that uh, help us save time which means we can service our clients a little bit better on that personal level too. So I think that will be a little bit more towards the buy side. That's and, good. I like to hear that, right? Yeah. I yeah, like yeah, buyers. you do. You do. I like buyers. Right? You need buyers. How many listings are you going to have next year? I will have uh, none. None, right? You <laughs> will not have any. But refis, that's another refis. part of the business. Yep, that's our why listing don't you side, tell, right? Yeah, why don't you so. talk about that a little bit? Because there's a reason why people yep. would refi in an environment with increasing real estate. Yeah, uh, the, uh, interest, interest rates, rate. rather. Yeah, the the main reason right now why people are refinancing is they're paying off their HELOCs, those home equity lines of credit, getting rid of that so they get one payment instead of two because those HELOCs keep going up as the Fed increases. And next year we anticipate it was going to be four increases next year. Now they're saying it'll probably be two increases next year. So it is a great time to put those together, just have one payment. And uh, we just look at What's their current rate? What's that HELOC? What's that, uh, what, what we call your blended rate? And then see once what we can do. Usually on those HELOCs too, because I did one this week, that HELOC, people are always making that minimum payment. So you're only servicing the interest. So you really have to take and say, okay, if we're going to pay that off in 10 years or 20 years, mm-hmm. you have to you give it. start get servicing it. that debt now. Right. So it, it is actually kind of fun to do that um, for me. 
probably not for most people, but yeah. that's fun. And if you go with the Dave right. Ramsey mode to try to pay down and be debt free. Sell ball that baby. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so uh, that's good. And then also people getting out of FHA loans, to be honest with you, just because that mortgage insurance sticks on there for the life of the loan. Right. So we're seeing people saying, hey, you know, even though I take a little higher interest rate, I get rid of that m- monthly mortgage insurance. And that money starts going yep. towards principal So what we do then is we, yeah, we take that and say, hey, let's leave the payment the same and let's see how fast we can pay off that mortgage. And it's kind of fun to run those scenarios mm-hmm. too. So we have a lot of calculators that are kind of fun to show people and just help them make smart decisions uh, regarding their home financing. If you could counsel so, them though to not refinance and then sell their property instead, that we would, would be appreciate good. that. <laughs> yes, we would appreciate a little more inventory that. So let's talk real quick on 2019. Yeah. They say uh, rates, where are rates going to be in 2019? Um, quarter one, around 5%, 4.875, right in there, first quarter. Second quarter, just trending up a little bit to five, and then about five and a quarter, and then we'll end the year in 19 at about five and three eighths is what uh, all the experts are saying. Historical rates, when you look in the 70s, historical rates, Keith, were you know 8.8. Right. In the well, the 80. usury rate was 8. Right. So, I mean, we were kind of stuck with that back before the industry was deregulated, you know, back in the, I don't know when that would have been, the late 80s maybe or mm-hmm. something like that or early 80s. So the state, I mean, there was like, you that was the rate that you charge. It was 8%. So you go to the bank, it's 8%. So mm-hmm. then then when it came, when it, when it was deregulated came uh, so that people were competing and mortgage companies started coming around, yep. brokers started coming around, 6% was pretty typical. Mm. You know, if you were around the sixes, you know, if you good. got below six, that was considered as a refi market. Mm. You know, then it was considered a really, you know, you were, oh, wow, I'm below six. But if you were in there at six, six and a half, that was considered a really good rate. Mm. So that's the 70s, right? In the 80s, the rates were 12.7% was yeah. the average. In the yeah. 90s, 8.125, uh, so eight and an eighth was the 90s. And then 2000s, it's been averaging... Uh, 6.29% is the average if you look at the 2000. So pretty interesting. Oh, so yeah. we're on the low end of that. Um, home prices, they say, will appreciate by about another 4 or 4.5%. Four mm-hmm. um, Basically tracking with inflation. Yep. And historical uh, normal home price appreciation is 3.6. So a little bit better than average, mm-hmm. but slowing down a little bit from this past mm-hmm. year, which I guess, which I would think you guys would agree with. So. Yeah, yeah I do sense. agree with that. What's interesting is the new construction, the that they they were thinking that 2018 was going to be this huge year for new construction. 17 was the year, though. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it for sure it was. Bit, yeah, huh? It slowed down in 18. And so looking forward into 19, uh, I think they got some builders out there that are maybe being a little nervous about 19 really? in terms of new construction. Yeah, there's a lot of new construction opportunities in our metro area and across mm-hmm. the country, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to have a quick conversation on your mortgage, give me a call, 651-231-2500, and let's have a conversation. Love to get together. Our office is right in Egan, Minnesota, 35E and Cliff Road. Love to have a conversation. Better conversations equals smarter results. There you go. Next time we talk, it's going to be 2019, so I would encourage everybody to be safe out there when you're enjoying the holidays. Take uh, Make sure you got your... uh, your driver. Your DDs. Your DDs all set up. and Make sure your Uber driver's not drunk. <laughs> Give us a call, 612 627 or log on to com. Happy New Year. You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. 
If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.